Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a wrap-up of all the day's coverage from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess. Leading off today's news, two Tucsonans join the long list of people convicted in connection with the January 6th Capitol riot. The University of Arizona will play a part in environmental justice. And tree rings hold secrets about a long-ago earthquake. A brother and sister from Tucson pleaded guilty today in federal court to a felony charge for their actions during the breach of the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. Corey Conold and his sister Felicia, both from Tucson, pleaded guilty to obstruction of law enforcement during civil disorder and aiding and abetting. The Conolds entered the U.S. Capitol building with a group of Proud Boys they had teamed up with on the way to the event. They were arrested on February 11, 2021, and are scheduled to be sentenced on January 24th of next year. In the 33 months since the riot, more than 1,100 people have been charged in nearly all 50 states for crimes related to the breach of the U.S. Capitol, including more than 400 charged with assaulting or impeding law enforcement, a felony. The investigation continues. EPA officials and local leaders launched a -a one-of-a-kind program today slated to help underserved communities use funding from the Inflation Reduction Act. Katya Mendoza has more on that. The University of Arizona West Environmental Justice Center aims to help underserved communities with federal grant writing, community engagement, and translation services to improve accessibility with environmental justice concerns. EPA Regional Administrator Martha Guzman says the hub will serve as a technical bridge for partnerships across the region. Getting the communities to understand how to even get funding, how to sustain the funding, how to maybe get technology that they need and what what it looks like. The UA is one of 16 environmental justice centers selected for the Environmental Justice Thriving Communities Technical Assistance Centers Program. I'm Katia Mendoza, AZPM News. Federal prosecutors have charged two men with smuggling 22 unauthorized migrants in the tank of a water truck. Yuma Station Border Patrol agents followed U.S. citizen Antonio Varela Verdugo and Mexican citizen Gilberto Vialva on October 23rd, who were driving a water truck suspected of transporting migrants in its tank from California to Yuma. Agents discovered 22 Mexican citizens stuffed in the tank of that water truck. The University of Arizona has a new partnership that will provide up to $33,000 to some DACA students seeking a bachelor's degree. Danielle Kamara tells us more. A partnership with the Dream.us, a national program expanding college access for immigrant youth, will provide scholarships to students who either have DACA status or another temporary protected status. They also need to qualify for in-state tuition under the 2022 voter-approved Prop 308, which granted in-state tuition for many undocumented Arizona high school graduates. Rafael Mesa with the UA says there are currently 38 students enrolled who have qualified for in-state tuition under the new law. This recent opportunity, this partnership that we have now with 
thedream.us is an additional opportunity for students who fall under that Dreamer DACA status, um, where these students typically who are going to be Arizona residents um, who otherwise maybe might not have uh, some means to help and cover the cost of tuition. The scholarship will provide up to $8,250 a year, which is about 60% of tuition, as well as a possible stipend for books, supplies, and transportation. Students can apply at thedream.us by February 29th. I'm Danielle Kamara, AZPM News. University of Arizona Health Sciences has received $13 million from the National Institute on Aging to research immune system decline in older people. Researchers will look specifically at how aging affects the thymus gland and lymph nodes, which are essential components of the immune system, and the potential of slowing those effects. They hope their research will provide new ways of improving immunity later in life. Some University of Arizona researchers are tracking evidence about an earthquake that happened hundreds of years ago. Tony Perkins tells us their findings could have implications for responding to seismic activity in the Pacific Northwest. U of A tree ring researcher Brian Black and his team have been collecting evidence in and around the Seattle area, including underwater. They are looking into the possibility of linked fault lines in the region. Our work shows that linked faulting is a possibility, that, that faults can rupture in very rapid sequence over hours to months, or in one simultaneous single earthquake with energies that add up across the faults produce something much larger than either fault could produce alone. An earthquake 1,100 years ago was so strong that it's still legend among Native American communities near Seattle. The most recent tremor there was felt just last weekend. I'm Tony Perkins, AZPM News. You can hear more on this story on this weekend's Arizona Science, which airs Friday on NPR 89.1. The Navajo tribal government announced it streamlined a process to determine if a child eligible for adoption is Navajo. As Michel Marisco reports from the Fronteras desk, it's a change that could strengthen the Indian Child Welfare Act that was recently upheld by the Supreme Court. Navajo President Boone Nigren signed a memorandum of agreement to expedite determining whether a child is Navajo in in-state custody cases. Finding that out has usually taken months. The move is significant for the tribe, said Thomas Cody. He's director of the Navajo Division of Social Services. So the streamlining, now that it's weeks, will really help us and will help that child that has been picked up to make sure that they're not they're a Navajo child. The faster process bolsters protections for children under the Indian Child Welfare Act. The Supreme Court upheld the act this summer, but implementing those protections has been slow. The original law was intended to protect Native American children removed from their homes and communities. The high court ruling meant Native families have preference in adoption cases. In Flagstaff, I'm Michel Marisco. And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess, and you know we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow.